door is broken for you. I'm gonna make this right. Hey, you guys. I am glad to see you guys. I can't, not that I see you, but I'm glad to be with you. Oh, I love that movie. Have you heard about that movie? It's called Priceless. It's called Priceless. You've got to check it out. It's really about what we're, what we're going through right now. I should show you the trailer. It's so good. Um, I found out about it a while back. It's just, it's all about the trafficking across the border and it, it does it in such a great way. So definitely watch it and share it. It's a great thing that you can share uh, to help people see really what's going on and how we've got to, um, to protect these children. So um, don't be worried about what the president is doing. Do not worry one little bit. Don't let anything anybody says ruffle your feathers. Our president, he knows what's going on. He knows what they've done. He knows he's got the plan. He's working it. And he knows better than we do of what's, what's going on and the best way to get this done. Okay, so don't worry. This guy has a really good, um, of course, I guess if you've already been following my Twitter, you already know about this. Um, but uh, this guy, Round Top Lion, or maybe a girl, whatever, um, has a great theory. She says that she's going to throw it out. I'm going to get started real quick. I've got like... 10 hours worth of good stuff to show you. And I, we're going to talk about Venezuela. We're going to talk about a little bit about the wall, not a lot about the wall because we already know a lot about it, but um, things that we, how can we help fight? Okay. And you stay encouraged and fight. Um, we're going to talk about Blexit, which you, you may not know about. I'm going to give you a little thing about the Covington boys and um, how we're going to make the church great again. Okay. <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah. We need, the church needs, needs help right all right so we're going to do that and we're going to talk about how we can be part of making the church great again all right so i'm going to read this for you i'm going to throw out a theory i've been thinking about it in my head this looks like defeat look like defeat this looks like defeat yesterday everyone is down the deep state thinks that they're winning the dems think they've embarrassed trump and his political momentum and ties his base to his base are fractured whatever okay so let's see what they say well you know we already know that all right that's that's the way at least that they are playing it right so remember never go into any battle you haven't already won what if we are witnessing the trap for the high profile criminals a great military mind draws his enemy into a ground of his choosing they think they have the upper hand then and then they are flanked to defeat. Yeah, boo! Boo, yeah, think Santa Ana's army against Sam Houston at the Battle of San Jacinto. Think General Lee's army against G General Meade uh, at the Battle of Gettysburg. Both drawn into the trap and both defeated. What if that's what Trump has just done? We are thinking it's bad because we, but, but we know Trump and we know that what his team has been fighting to bring down. What if this isn't a big, the key move in the battle? We just didn't realize it yesterday. You've got to know, has he ever failed us? Never. He won't. He won't. He's so many moves ahead. So don't let anything ruffle you. I think we may be about to witness the systematic takedown of the criminals. What if we are about to witness history happening as soon as the national emergency is declared? 
Think about it. Wouldn't the exposure of the criminals and their takedown be a national emergency? The ones coming in, both foreign and domestic criminals, right? My fellow patriots, if you're concerned about Trump caving, remember this, this man made Stormy pay his legal fees. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, that wasn't part of their thing. But yeah, I thought that was great. So what if this is what's going to happen when three weeks goes by and then there's a national emergency and these people are arrested at that point? Oh, I don't know, y'all. I just wouldn't hope so. But in, either way, he's got this. He's just so got this. And that's why we pray, because we can be at total peace knowing that we we have prayed and the Lord is answering our prayers. Look at, and I can, you know, whenever I hear someone have this negative attitude, oh, I'm just, I'm off the Trump track. I'm like, you guys, we could have had Hillary. We could have had Hildebeest as our president. Come on, be a little grateful. This man has risked his life. How many, his life, how many times have they tried to kill him? Give me a break. Give me a break. How ungrateful. How ungrateful. Oh, just, I, I'm telling you, if I was him, I'd be like, I'm throwing up my hands. Of course, I say that I'll do that, but I keep trying with the youth here in my, in my town, right? We all keep trying. Um, I am posting um, videos and um, memes to help uh, discuss about the wall because we need to keep pressing. Don't stop pressing. Don't stop pressing. And the other day, I'm trying to post something on my Twitter. I Literally, if you'll notice, if you go on my Twitter, you'll see I've got this picture on there like five times because it would not take it. It was a, it was a, a meme of... Um, build the wall, crime will fall. Uh -uh, they were not allowing that. Nope, we're not allowing that name on there. They could tell it was a good name. <laughs> so if you see something like that, or I'll put it on my, um, on uh, the, the, the community, on my YouTube site, post it on yours. Maybe you can get it through. I actually did end up going to President Trump's Twitter uh, to a post that he had done, and I was able to post it there even though, and then, then it ended up going on my page. Isn't that weird? They've got so many weird little tricky things they're doing. But the cost of the wall, this is a good meme. I just, I pulled this off of a video. Uh, all these millions, look at this, 705 million up in Idaho. This is the cost, the state cost of illegal immigration. That's a really good one. If, if you can read it, I know it's, I can't even read it on my screen. But anyway, that's a, that's a really good one just to help people understand the the price of the wall is a drop in the bucket. It's an it's such a red herring, such a fake fake uh, uh, argument. Um, and this one I thought was great. Who are you fighting with? Who you, who's on your side? No borders. Oh yeah, no ball, no wall. No. And they're fighting right alongside the, the ISIS people. I love these 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 people. These political comedians are just so great. They're awesome. I'm so thankful for them. So definitely share. They keep sharing these and make sure you put all these hashtags, right? And then to see how far and wide you can get this spread and just everywhere you can just sprinkle it um, and just see if you can get these things out there. So let's keep going. Now, Secretary Pompeo uh, posted this video. I want you to see this. This is about Venezuela. I'm going to show you what's happening there.
As a friend of the Venezuelan people, we stand ready to help them even more, to help them begin the process of rebuilding their country and their economy from the destruction wrought by the criminally incompetent and illegitimate Maduro regime. Yay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm so thankful that the time has come for us to play this 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 card or, you know, to, to take action because, you know, you think, well, why wasn't this done the very first day that Trump took office? Well, you have to get these things in place because if you, if you try to do it and it's not the right timing, it'll just blow up in your face. Okay. So something really, really cool. Um, and I posted this, um, I don't know if you saw this, that about a video about what Bolton was saying. And I want you guys to hear one of the main things that Bolton was saying. What I want you to listen for is, you know how we were talking about the SARA law and we're talking about how every central bank is being um, shut down and that they, they each of the, of the nations is setting up their own bank. They're not going to go through the world bank and have the, um, uh, have it go through these international banksters, right? It's going to have their, everyone's going to have to have, uh, going to have their own national bank that is truly for the people, that is run by the people, by true patriots, okay? Um, so huge. And so you go through a laundry list of all, all the nations of the world. Well, you get to Venezuela, and you're like, well, we can't put it in the hands of Maduro, right? So that I think this is what's so key about Guaido or Guaido, whatever his name is, however you say it, I've heard it in various ways, but how it, getting him put into this position of power um, and being recognized by the United States. I even heard that the UK recognized him, which is shocking. And, um, you know, all these other states are recognizing him. So, okay, so listen to what, what, what Bolton says about this. Very much in play, and it's one reason why uh, today here in Washington we've been looking at ways to disconnect Maduro from the financial resources he needs to pay the military and otherwise keep himself in power. That could be a very effective way we think of helping the uh, the legitimate government. How do you do that? Well, there are a number of things we could do. You know, we have already informed the Federal Reserve that uh, Guaido is the real uh, interim president, the, the legitimate government, which means that all official Venezuelan uh, financial assets in this country now belong to interim president Guaido. Maduro doesn't have control over it. Oh, I said, you hear that? So through the Federal Reserve, all the assets in America uh, are no longer under the uh, the Federal Reserve or whoever will not give these assets and uh, any financing to Maduro. And so it is now only released to Guaido. If all the money, whoever's got the money is who's going to run run the thing, right? Just think about it in your own family, right? <laughs> if daddy was the one who had the money, that was daddy was the one who made the choices, right? Uh, in the same way, we've got to wrestle you know, I always think of you know, President Trump, you know, and he's, he's riding down the road with these guys in a car and they're both wrestling for the wheel, you know, like in these old movies. And they're just both fighting for the wheel. Well, the wheel is the financial. That's the what really drives all everything is who's going to manage the, the money. And it's all been before gone through the World Bank, like we talked about in the last video. And so now with the Desara, all these, these funds going back to that that is not going through that funnel anymore through the banksters where they rob people, but through their own truly 
National Bank, which we thought we had, but we didn't. Okay, so a lot, uh, so much of these lies. But anyway, so I think that's what John Bolton is talking about: is that these monies are now going to um, the, the interim president uh, Guido. All right, so this is so wonderful. Um, you know, I just am excited about Maduro no longer having the power. And he's saying that he does not think the military is on Maduro's side. And maybe they you know, bring out a few and they and they, oh, we believe in Maduro, blah, blah, blah. But it, the reality is it, they haven't left their barracks in like four days. So they are, I don't think they're going to follow Maduro's orders. So they have to know that they have the support of the international community and the financial backing so that they will be uh, confident to go with Guido. So yay, yay, so thankful. All right, I'm going to clean up one of the little things I said the other day that I think is really helpful. Remember how I was saying, we know who your Edith has been, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who her Edith has been. So remember how every time she would go to, um, to the, um, uh, you know, uh, the State of the Union address or whatever, she's sitting there asleep. And you're like, chick, are you just, what's wrong? Wake up. Can you not stay awake for, you know, an hour? And then you're like, then you realize she's, she's, she's out. She's gone. <laughs> she's, they're like, oh, she's always listening to arguments. No, she's not. No, she hasn't been. She's had an Edith. What do you mean an Edith? Okay. So, you know, go back to our buddy Woodrow Wilson, who, whether he was bad guy or whether he was, Horn swoggled into doing this in, in, in 1913, setting up the Federal Reserve. He was, um, yeah, he was the bad guy who set up the, the Federal Reserve. Whether he was a, whatever kind of guy he was, he did this. And his wife was Edith Wilson. Well, then later on, you can read this article if you want to and, and research her. But he was her Edith. So at some point, he uh, was in the, he was in the, presidency but he lost his ability to um i think he had a stroke or some kind of he was incapacitated and so guess who ran the government edith did she's a she's a oh they go in and tell all about her that she was a, a jewelry store owner and all of a sudden she became she married the, the president who who was widowed so lord only knows what happened to his true wife and now you've got this woman in there and she's she's the first one to have a car way back in the day she she goes over and they were talking about the hot couture whatever the parisian designer you can just smell a rat right and so she's yeah so she was somehow put in this position and so she was running the government she was basically had become president the unelected president so she was the edith to and I bet you, you know, when it all said this gets said and done, I bet you Woodrow Wilson had been played, and and then when he decided he didn't want to play their game anymore, they made him incapacitated, and so now here, you know, here she took over. Like, the whole thing is just stinks to high heaven, right? The whole thing has been a big old scam and a sham. All right, so yeah, now that's that that explains to you what an Edith is. All right, I've got something so cool to tell you. I found this. Um, you know, and I, I love this this guy. His video is really great, but he does not believe that this is the great day of the Lord when the kingdom of uh, of uh, kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, like the song, and he, and he shall reign forever and ever. Um, he doesn't, he thinks that we're going to escape. 
And I understand that 99.999% of the people believe that because that's what's been jumped out our throats and this deception. But so therefore, he, on, on a big portion of his video, if you watch it, you'll see that he's, you can tell he's just down in the dumps. He's in the dumper. And I've, I've, I've messaged him. I posted on his channel. And maybe you guys can too. You can say, come listen to Red Pill because you will be happy. <laughs> You'll be joyful as Melissa. Um, but, that, you know, we, don't, we have this great future. And he even had said, well, we don't have any, um, any of the, the, the word to tell us what, what to to look forward to as far as how the how this is all going to play out because he's so much thinking it's going to be an escape and he thought well maybe it's going to kind of like be like noah where the whole world is destroyed and we're the only ones who escape he's because he's he's we're all we've all in the past looked at it in through the lens of the deception that they had and now when we start to look at it in the light of his kingdom is coming to earth, that this world will become his kingdom, that, uh, that that's why he told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel so that we would have people, believers rise up in Brazil, in Venezuela, in uh, everywhere, all over the world, in, in, um, in uh, Europe and, and everywhere. That was why he told us to do that. So that when the time came that, that, um, that, he would he would come and be our king as it as we read in Obadiah and he will be the king of the world as it's as we if you haven't read Obadiah you've got to go back and read Obadiah with me on my last video it's just so exciting that we and it, in one of the verses it says and the saviors of the world will step into those positions isn't that a great way to think of ourselves that we are saving our little towns and our little um, our little uh, schools and our families and our whatever. Think of yourself in this position that the Lord has has given you this His Spirit. He's given you this truth so that you can be to save this these people from destruction. I, you know, I'm not talking about hell. I'm talking about from the drugs. We're stopping the you know, like the border people are saving us from the from the cartels, and that's what the all that's about is these cartels that run Mexico have infiltrated our country and we've got to get them out because we can kick them out and come right back. Anyway, but back to, I had this really great thought I wanted to share with you real quick. When I uh, woke up this morning, I was thinking if the Lord had, um, had, had let the church know who the beast was before this great awakening, the church would have been snuffed out. That's just the fact. They've already fought against the church in so many ways. And uh, the, you know, the church in China has to go underground, and they've done this. And, you, know, the, you can't even have a Bible in Saudi Arabia. But in America, if the American church had by and large known and pinpointed who the beast was, that it was these people, uh, that the New World Order is the beast, okay? If you don't know about that, go back on my old videos and the, the Revelation playlist and all that so you can understand who the beast is. If, if we'd known that, if we'd pinpointed them and we'd been fighting against them before the day of Great Awakening, before the time, the church would have been snuffed out. That's just a fact. So that's why he told Daniel that, that any of these things would be concealed before the time. That is why. Because these people are ruthless, and we know they would have, they would have done everything they had to do to destroy us. Okay, so, you know, the, the Lord has its reasons, and, and it's a it's a bigger, bigger picture than sometimes what we can recognize. All right. So I'm going to show you this video because our president 
I've, I've told you guys before, he is no doubt the Lord's anointed. This is really, really cool. The Lord had this plan, if you remember, and he's going to show you the Revelation 12 sign, which is which was on September 23rd, that started on the day of the election when Jupiter entered the womb of Virgo and did the loop in the womb and then was born on September 9th. And then the, the sign was actually on September 23rd, exactly the sign he told us to look for in Revelation chapter 12. But then look at this. Um, this is really cool. You're going you're gonna to love this. Was born June 14, 1946 at 10.54 a.m. Um, in Queens, New York City. This is his uh, birth certificate. And uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, Donald Trump was born exactly 700 days before uh, Israel was created. So he was born 14th of June 1946 on a Friday. And um, that's uh, the time would have been the Shabbat in uh, Israel, as I'm just about to show you. And uh, Israel was created on the 14th of May 1948, which was also on the Shabbat. So um, what I wanted to share with you was uh, Nathan's research. Uh, I looked into it just to confirm that this is the case and it is true and it is absolutely accurate that on this very day that uh, Donald Trump was born, uh, not only on the day, but at the very moment that he was born, uh, there was a blood moon. So uh, you can see here at the top left hand side, I've got June 14, 1946, my location. Just, uh, just, just a side note, real quick. I don't always really buy some of these images, the way that they portray the, what the blood moon looks like, or the Earth, or you know, some of these things. I don't, I don't buy into. But either way, this shows you the timing of the blood moon, and it's exactly the moment he was born. The Lord has has had great plans for President Donald J. Trump. Donald means. The ruler, Trump, is we know the, the Trump of the Lord, right, from all these Bible stories. And I was going to say that that we have so many clear indications of how the, you know, from the book of, from Daniel, from from Joshua beating the, the in the battle of Jericho, from David beating Goliath, from Gideon beating the, you know, hit the enemy, whatever, Amalekites or whoever they were, on and on and on everywhere. The book of Obadiah, the book of Amos, everywhere you look, if you if you look at it in the sense of that we are taking this kingdom by force, that we are going to rule this earth by his, you know, the, the kingdom has become the kingdom of Christ, then you see, yes, of course, the, the Bible has chock full of examples. It's not chock full of examples of evacuation. All right, I'm going to stop. All right, here you go. Uh, I've set to New York City. So uh, you can see here that um, that uh, this little green spot here, you might not be able to see, but I'll zoom in so that uh, so that you can see. I'm, my location is New York City. Um, there is you can see that's uh, that's selected there in, in New York, and the date is June 14, 1946, and it's 10:33 a.m. And this is where the location of the moon is, as Donald Trump is just about to be born. And this is the umbra and the penumbra, and a, a blood moon, lunar eclipse, is just about to happen as Donald Trump is born. So going back to exactly when he was born, uh, looking at his certificate, he was born at 
10.54 a.m. in the morning on June 14, 1946. Now, I just want to show you how accurate this is. Look at this. I'm not sure what it means or what to make of it, but I wanted to share it with you anyway. So I'm going to go, you can see here at the, at the top left-hand side, I'm going to go to 10.54, which is exactly when he was born. 10.54. And at 10.54, the moon is entering into the penumbra, which is the, uh, which is the shadow of the earth cast upon the moon because the, the sun is, is, is behind the earth and the moon is just about to go into the earth's shadow. So you can see how accurate this is. At 10.54, the moon is just entering into the penumbra and it's going into a blood red moon. And at this very time, as the moon enters into the shadow of the earth, you can see that in Israel, the sun has just set. So I'll go back a couple of hours so that's Israel just over there where my mouse is on the earth and the blood moon has just been seen in Israel on the very day at the very time of Donald Trump's birth there was a blood red moon over Israel something else that we should notice uh, is exactly where this blood moon occurred at the very time, on the very day that Donald Trump was born, was at the foot of a ficus. So, what is the significance of that? Um, of ficus, of ficus, whatever his name is, he is the serpent wrestler. He's the one who, who wrestles the serpent to defeat the serpent. And so many of this, uh, the signs in the heavens show Jesus in different um, uh, uh, aspects. Uh, one as a shepherd and one as a hunter and one as the bull and one as the lion. And so each one has his own a role for him, right? But this one is where he's the serpent wrestler because he's coming to destroy the works of the devil right he has fire in his eyes and a sword in his mouth and he is destroying the works of the devil and so this is where your right foot is is where you get that power to 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 wrestle okay and so this is very significant and then and then check this last thing and you'll remember that Donald Trump came into power on the 20th of, of January in 2017 and that's exactly where Saturn was. So right there you see Saturn is right there on when, when President Trump took office. Kind of like, okay, I'm ready to fight. It's time to fight. It's time to tango. It's time time to duo, and um, yeah, that's what we're seeing. That's why it says, "Woe to those who dwell on the earth, because Satan has come down to you in great power, knowing he has very little time." So the last thing. This is the last thing. As he came into power, was exactly where the blood moon was when he was born.
and that's where Saturn was and remained until such time as the 23rd of September when we had the Revelation chapter 12 sign. Okay, you should already know about that one just in case you don't. That is the sign with the woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet with 12 stars on her head. And that is, um, let me back it up a little bit. That is 12 is, is nine of Leo. And then those three more that came into alignment, just as the Lord had told us, you'll never see the sign before or after exactly like he told us. And then Jupiter went into the womb on the day of the election and was born on the ninth. And then, uh, this sign was on the 23rd of September. And after that, we started to see all the indictments and all of the seized assets and all the CEO removals and all the executive orders and all on and on and on you and all that. So, uh, so this is such an amazing sign that the Lord has given to us. Uh, and then, and then the fact that what is it, the point about president Trump being born on a blood moon? It's just a, it's a, that he was chosen of the Lord to fight the enemy and no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. There was actually a sign. I think I told you guys several videos back how Abraham, and you can see this in the book of Jasher on a apocryphile, apocryphile, uh, uh, some nineteen twenty or something. Anyway, look it up. Uh, the, you can listen to the whole book of Jasher. It's only like thirteen hours long, but it talks about one of the things it talks about is Abraham. How the Lord had a special sign, a star sign for him. It was a special star sign for Joseph also. So the Lord has, you know, his. He's written these things in the heavens for us if we're just looking. And so the blood moon is, like I said, it's talking about end of the beast. And we're taking it to them and they're going to be destroyed. And we've at different times there have been other blood moons. It's a it's a it's a sign of of, um, of judgment against beasts. They they think it's a sign. For them, it's a sign actually against them. Okay, they always pervert everything. All right, so before we go on, I have one other thing I, I did the other day, which I was talking about the jury duty. Oh my goodness, and I want to I want to talk about that because I want to move into where we're talking about. First, first I'm going to tell you about Blexit, and that is where the the and Turley's got a video on it, and 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 so does Black uh, uh, Conservative. Republican, black, oh goodness, what is his name? Conservative black Republican. He's really, really good too. And um, he as he went to this Blexit movement and they were talking about how we're, we're leaving the Democrat party, goodbye, right? And it's really, really great to know about the Blexit along with the Frexit and the Brexit, everyone leaving uh, this this uh, stranglehold that the, that the tyrants have had over us. Um, and then, uh, I wanted to tell you about my jury duty because this is very much about what, how do we make the church great again? And I've got to tell you the story. Listen to the story of what happened when I went to jury duty. We've got to make the courts great again. We've got to make the church great again. We've got to make, you know, pastors stand up and, and fight for people great again. Okay, we'll talk about that here in a minute. I really love Dr. Turley. He's talking about the Blexit movement. You might want to watch this one because it's talking about, uh, this is always about like Brexit is Britain exiting the European Union and all the different exits, but uh, Flexit for Fran Frexit, whatever, for France to leave the, the European Union. Um, Blexit is for the black Americans to leave the Democrat Party. 
I think that's great. So the Blexit movement to, to, to declare independence and say we're not going to sit and believe you guys anymore. Wow, they've been uh, being force-fed. I know a lot of people who that's the last thing they're going to do. But maybe if they all of a sudden they get all their their tax money back, they'll wake up. Who knows? I'm just just sitting on the edge of my seat. Get more popcorn, right? Um, and then he also, oh, you guys, I'm gonna have to play for you a little bit of this, and 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 you might want to fast forward past it because it is, it is so vile. All oh, these people were awful. Okay, so this group of kids from Covington, I didn't really know what had happened, and and you didn't probably hear it on the news either. And so that's why I want to show you guys what really happened. Did you know there was a there was a a group that was antagonizing them, the the Black Hebrew Nationalist group that was antagonizing them you probably didn't even hear about that and so that was one of the other things that dr turley was bringing up and i'm going to play just a little bit for you and and you know these are young kids and even us it's hard to sometimes know what to do in these very difficult situations right and these kids you know maybe they didn't make the best choice but this is this is the thing you're going up to DC. You're right there in front of the of the Lincoln Memorial. You're hoping to to see something you're, you've never been to DC before. You're hoping to see uh, the 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 monuments and and enjoy your day with your friends. And all of a sudden, all these people are wrecking it by by cursing you out and and, and some of the language on here, y'all. I'm just sorry if you don't want to see or hear it, then you need to pass it on by. But I'm just letting you know what it was what was going on. Okay, here we go. Warning. That's what I'm doing. When I say it to the wicked, or wicked man, that shall surely die. Thou does not speak to warn the wicked. So if we don't warn you in the name of God, yes, worship him. Worship your father. Look at what America is. This is the religion of America. That's make America great again. A bunch of child molesting faggots. That's right. Just like your damn Donald Trump. That's right. If you Google, go on YouTube, and you see your faggot president kiss. Yeah, this is bad. This is awful. And so they, they're over here, these little red hats. That, I know it's small, but they had these red hats on. And so, it, you know, he starts, you know, really being extremely rude to them. And, you know, they're, they're just trying to enjoy... You know, you're like, why are they standing there? Well, if you notice right right around behind them is it's the um the the monument, the Lincoln Memorial. And they're trying to had to get on and your coon ass, you wanna fight your brothers. You got all these racist bastards with red you nigga, you nigga with all these crackers with with racist ass make America gray hats on and you gonna talk about you gonna get violent with us. Get your get your old Uncle Tom ass out of here. Get your uncle Tom. Isn't this awful, y'all? And did you had you heard anything like this at all? Super Steven ass. I'm sorry, but I'm just letting y'all know what y'all you know, got the idea, right? All right, so then. Look at ass. They ass scattered off. It. Had to get on. Had to get on. And your damn son. Let me ask you something. Okay. Let me ask y'all something. Damn Can't Go stand in a damn Let sun. Can't stand that racist garbage on. Look at these dirty ass crackers. Can't stand in a damn sun for five minutes. Why you don't the damn I mean, just they just could not. 
it's just going on and on and on and on, just antagonizing it completely. Hey, Leslie, you take your dusty ass somewhere and lay down, because we ain't talking to you anyway, Jaffet. The Lord ain't playing with y'all. Y'all think it's a game. It's time to... See these demons are vicious, ain't it? The Lord said, by with fire and his sword, he's gonna plead with all flesh. That's how the Lord is coming. Your white Jesus is not in the Bible. There's no such thing as a white Jesus. This ain't this ain't the Christ of the Bible. So when the, when we speak like this, it's because. And, and you think we're crazy, it's because you believe in a faggot child molester. That's the problem. And they're saying Jesus is the devil. All right. These are nice people. All right. So that, and then and then it fast forwarded on to where you got to see where they were talking about the, you know, when they, they're having the, they're trying to cheer and overwhelm the noise of these people ruining their day with all this cursing and all that and so they're cheering and making a lot of noise to do that and then the 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 i don't know what hat where this uh, indian man came up but he's he's trying to maybe calm everybody down i don't know what he's trying to do and so they end up the kids end up kind of dancing with him but maybe he was in on i don't know i have a feeling on this march of uh, for life that there were some out there who were trying to get people uh, for a photo op like this because clearly they gave this right immediately to some of these people in the news media then, you know, if I go and sending a, a video to the news media, you think they're going to show it and YouTube? No, they're not going to show any of that. They're going to show this because this was intentionally meant to, to, uh, to bring down the, the MAGA movement. Anyway, I, I think the whole thing is everything they try comes apart at the seams. It just com it completely comes on. Uh, comes unraveled, but yeah, on jury duty, get this. Okay. So I go in there and I fill out the paperwork. Okay. And there's like 70, whatever people there. And so what they do here is they take you and they say, okay, um, we're, we're, we're looking through all the paperwork that you gave us and you listen to the judge and he's telling you how it's going to go. And then after a while they say, okay, everyone stand up or the first three rows stand up. There's so many people. And so they said, everybody, uh, we're going to call out your name and then you, you'll, we'll seat you in the order that we want you to, uh, to be in this room. Well, I've been to this before. I've done this rodeo before. And I know that only the people, the first 10 people are going to be on the, on the, uh, or going to be selected to be on the jury and then they'll have two alternates and then the, they have like five each that they can disqualify. So really if you're not on the first, one of the first three rows, you're not going to get selected and they've already gone through all the papers that they received and they've picked out the, the ones that are most likely will, you know, they're going to be on the first three rows and the least likely are going to be on the last row. <laughs> so who's the very absolutely last one? Me. <laughs> How did they know? How did they know? I'm so horrible. How did they know? I just thought that was funny. And so they must have, you know, they have some kind of algorithm. They, they, they know who's got, YouTube sites and and Twitter and the, I'm sure I'm if they have it on the color coded of blue is very mild and moderate and then there's some that are I'm like 
flashing red lights of she's very strong and opinionated and I don't know how they knew. I'm sure they've got it all mapped out via social media and uh, that I am very, very strongly opinionated <laughs> and uh, will speak up. I'm very strong about justice. Okay. So get this, get this. I, almost came out of my seat on this one because I'm just for six hours y'all. And I'm like, there's so much that I need to be doing and not this. If you're going to be having me on the jury. Okay, fine. But if I'm not can, and I almost felt like standing up and saying, um, we all know that you're not going to have me on the jury. Can I just go <laughs> on the last one? All right. So, um, the guy, okay. There was a girl right next to me. And so that at one point they had called her up and it turned out that she, they said, Oh, we found out, we looked at your stuff and it looks like you don't even live in this, in this County. <laughs> they had me after the girl who didn't even live in the County. <laughs> anyway, but the guy next to her, as uh, they said, would anybody have a problem judging someone, you know, uh, in this case and finding someone guilty? Okay, so I got, I got to tell you what he said. This guy, the next one over, turns out he's a pastor. And so I'm thinking that they think as a pastor, that's why they put him back in the back, because he's, he should be very much a person of justice and, and coming down on, you know, bringing justice. Uh, yeah, that wasn't the case. Look at this. Okay, he says, okay, I'm going to tell you how he said it. Well, I'm a pastor. And I wouldn't be able to judge him because it says, don't judge lest you be judged. I literally, my head, my head immediately just went, I, ha I had, to, uh, my head just had to go down in my hands because I was so horrified that he names himself as a pastor when he has no business being a pastor. He has no business being, if it was up to him, we'd live in Afghanistan. And where there's no justice at all, or in some of these third world countries where there's no justice at all. You know, if it, he should go over there for a minute, maybe he'll get, a, a, whatever. Y'all know what I mean. I'm like, how could you be, say you're a pastor. Don't you, come on. The difference is that we, if someone has done the crime, we judge and say they must do the time they must do the time if they've done this evil we've proven but you know would be under with a reasonable doubt that they have done this crime then it's not a matter of judging it's just that they did it they have to go to prison or whatever to you know, pay the the consequence the the thing on judging is the guy who was there he's it was, it was i think it was it was a case about that he's probably they are thinking that he um he was up there because he they are trying him for possession of narcotics for sale okay and yeah yeah, yeah they probably know it's with me as a missionary and i'm i'm up here like my kids are suffering because and, and their families are suffering because these people are selling these drugs to them oh I would throw him under the jail. I'm sure I, I'm not playing with that. I'm not because too many people are dying over this and then lives are destroyed. Oh, if they don't even 
they don't die, but they just, their lives are destroyed. Anyway, so, but I do have mercy on him in this. I'm not, I don't want him to go to hell. I want him to go to jail and see and find Jesus. You know, I've got a friend who, who, who comes to our small group. She had a felony. She was so bad uh, news. He was, she was, they had to put her in solitary because she would not get along with anybody. And so guess who was in that jail? Guess who was in that, 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 that um, solitary confinement with her? Jesus. He was right there beside her. He was right there. And because, you know, she had nobody else to talk to. She finally talked to him and she got it straightened out with him and got her, came to know him and, and, and he calmed her down and, and taught her how to interact with people in a respectful way and how to conduct herself and how to be at peace and how to first of all, be at peace with herself. So then she could be at peace with others. So I'm hoping that he'll go to jail and he'll find Jesus. I'm, I don't want him to end up in hell. I, and, and I'm, uh, very likely he hasn't had a father figure like I had. I couldn't disobey you. My daddy would come down with me on, uh, on me on with both feet. Right. And probably the same thing with you guys. You've had a different upbringing. And so, you know, ju- the Lord is able to judge all those things. I don't need to judge all that, but in on this earth, we have got to have good judges who will judge rightly according to the law and not play favor. This was where I watched um, in the matrix and this girl, her name is Tiffany Fitzhenry. She has worked for the, in Hollywood, she's a writer. And so they tried to pull some of these shenanigans on her. And she says, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what you're thinking. I'm not doing any of that. Well, of course she lost some of her, uh, you know, power or whatever, but the people in the, the thing I wanted to tell you about from this, that one of the big takeaways was People in Hollywood do not want to send out this filth. They don't want to work on movies that are so satanic and demonic and evil and rituals and uh, horrifying stuff. They don't want to send out this kind of stuff. And it's we're, it's we're just inundated with it. You can't. It's hard to find good movies. I'm glad I told you about the one that uh, uh, Priceless because that's one of the few good ones. I mean, there's so much, and they don't want to be doing all this. Every, can you imagine? I don't want to watch it for five minutes. Imagine if that was your daily diet, day in, day out, having to work on this. Blech. Anyway, so she's talking about it from the standpoint of the stranglehold that's been on Hollywood and how it is breaking. And it was really, really good. And it just, it, and she is being one of the ones who's trying to expose it and bring it out because she, she says there's a group of us who just who don't want to. And it's only the people at the top who are who are having this, uh, who are part of that, the, like the, the, the top actors and all that, they have bought into this and they, they that's how they, they keep their power structure, uh, their power in place. So it, it, it was really good for me because I'm like, hmm, then how that's, that's, we need to be doing that same thing for the church or how can we, get the church strong and cleansed again. Okay. How can we do that? Um, so the first thing I wanted to show you is that this, first of all, is to become, you know, educated. So much of, uh, what we've done is we've just acquiesced to those who have a, uh, Oh, they have a title or they have some kind of uh, diploma or something or else, another, you know, I don't have any title. I don't have any, 
uh, you know, I didn't go to seminary and I'm actually glad that I didn't, you know, because I learned from the Holy Spirit. I just have been reading his word. I've been reading the Lord's word for years and years and years. And I just been begging him to teach me the truth. And you know how I do. Y'all know that those of you who've been with me and, and that is the only way you, things you, the things of the Lord, you can't learn from just sitting in and studying a book. And, and, and as much as I love the word of God, it's got to be something that's internalized by, by faith, not just head learning, head knowledge. And that was the problem with, you know, when the Lord Jesus told them, the, the, the Pharisees, this is, you, you study the scriptures because and then you think you have eternal life. But they're the ones who speak about me. It's talking about me and you call it completely missed me. And that's the problem with some of the seminaries is that they've just, they've, people have infiltrated to teach people teach this in and you can't get a job as a pastor unless you have this fancy diploma well that's a big problem we need people you know how do you know who is telling the truth and we've got to just rely on the spirit of the lord and to and to as he said don't lay hold of anyone too hastily don't you've got to listen to someone for a while and see if they're telling the truth speaking not just the truth on paper but the truth from their spirit so, and that goes into another thing is that so much of the you know i don't find that much error i, I find a lot is not said in church that they don't there are certain hot buttons that they won't talk about and i understand that that's difficult because when you do talk about some of these things you people will walk out they'll be like i'm out of here I understand that and we have to be we need to stand together and say this is the truth and we're going to stand here and and if somebody likes it or if somebody does not um but you know and then the masons who have infiltrated the church they will not financially support these churches you know and that's where they get a lot of their big money and then again follow the money if, if they're getting the money the pastors have to pretty much do it there as they're told and that's what's got to change we can't just do what we're told by the masons we can't do what we're told by the 501c3 if we're we're putting them ahead of god we have to speak god's word whether someone likes it or not and that's you know i'm, I'm so thankful i don't have anybody telling me what to say except the lord i don't have anybody that i have to answer to except for him and that's what it has to get to so that people feel free it's still difficult to do it because you've got you want everybody wants to be liked but do we have to get to the point where we speak the truth all right so how do we and for for you guys i don't want you to just sit and listen to me everybody needs to be their own the, the savior of your town think of yourself in that way that that you have the spirit of the lord he is he is he is equipping you to do this job to 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 go and to to uh, to be his ambassador as it says we're ambassadors for christ as though god were pleading through us be reconciled to god get get things lined up with him right so you know and, and you might like i don't know how to do that it's okay you, you just try the littlest thing and the cool thing is there's so many things available online now that, let's say if you had a group and you said well i'm going to just show one of red pills videos or i'm going to show a video from like here the bible project this is such a great site first of all get you know just get steeped in the word steeped just soaked 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 in the word so you know so you're strong in it so that you're ready in every situation you know how to give an answer um 
you know, I, I did, you know, my scripture songs that I have on Freedom Force News. If y'all want to learn some of those scripture songs, that's going to be a great way for you to learn the word and get it soaked into you. And it says the study to show yourself a workman who does not need to be ashamed because you rightly divide the word of truth. So whatever comes along that we're ready for it. Okay. And how do you do that? You, because you're, you're just soaking in the word all the time and understanding. All right. So this is a great site. The Bible Project goes through and they, they talk about all kinds of things. And so it's, it's a, it, are they perfect on everything? No. But uh, do they know about Q? No. But uh, do they, do they uh, believe what I'm talking about as far as the, uh, the millennial reign? And uh, they talk about the millennial reign, but they also talk about that we're escaping. So you know, you're not going to find anything out there that's you know, perfectly on, on, you know, on point, but I want to show you that you can go to the playlist. You see how I went to the playlist tab right here, and then you can. This is so cool, y'all. If you you want to go to the, understand what each of the books of the Bible talks about, you can go to this playlist right here. This is just the New Testament, and it's going. It goes into what each book is about, and it's really so great. You're gonna love it. Okay, so it goes through Matthew, Mark. John, Luke, whatever, all the way through, and it, it explains what each book is about. It's just so, so great. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So definitely check that out. It also does the same thing. Here's the one for the Old Testament. So if you're looking for something good to watch and you are just kind of like, I need to get away from the political stuff for a minute, we've got to be in the Word a lot more than we're in this other stuff, or we will you know how it is. I know, you know, it's easy to get sucked into this and negative. Um, so look over here, all this, look at that. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, all the, uh, on and on. Look at that, Obadiah, Nahum, whatever. On and on and on and on and on it goes. So if you want to learn the word, this is a great site for that. Um, and they also go into, um, Biblical things. So this one's really good because it talks about, you know, what does this mean? What does the exile mean? What does the heaven and earth? What is, who is God? What does the Holy Spirit mean? What is, what are some of these terms so that when you're reading that you know what you're talking, what you're talking about? Because, you know, how I always try to stop and go, hey, let's, let's read that more carefully. Let's make sure that we understand what this is talking about and don't just slide right on by it because we will miss so much i know i still do miss so much but uh, more and more i'm just I'm, I'm, I'm catching more because it's all you know making so much more sense now another thing that um uh i think i actually have on my site i'll have to look for it and i'll put a link below but um there are movies that the entire gospel of john the entire gospel of matthew the entire gospel of um, uh, Luke and you can watch the whole thing and it's cheating and but it's so great because you can you just sit there and 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 can see it and visualize it you know and are they perfect I'm sure not but they're really really helpful because sometimes you it's just helpful when we can see this happening you can watch the entire uh, book of Esther you can do the entire book of um, uh, uh, Daniel, um, and, and I just oh, let me see if I can find that. Hang on, real quick. All right, here it is. This is on one of it's one of my playlists. Okay, it's called Movies from God's Word. And so, look here. You can see the entire the Ten Commandments, which is such a great movie. Uh, Elisha, Elijah, 
the, the whole book of Matthew, the whole book of Acts, you guys. Here's one in Spanish. Here's uh, uh, the birth of Jesus. Um, hmm. Video blocked in country. I wonder if that's uh, now. Hopefully, it's okay to watch here. But anyway, Esther, um, the book of Luke, the story of Samuel, Daniel, Elijah, uh, story of the rich man and Lazarus, the story of Abraham, the story of King David. I mean, just on and on it goes. We are living in the day. You can just click a button and there you go. It's right there for you. So if you want to find where that is, it's on my playlist. Okay. When you click on playlist at the bottom, it says save playlist. So if you go across, you'll see where it says movies from God's word. Okay. So definitely go and, and, and do that to get steeped in the word. Um, and so then, um, Okay, so then that's a big, that's a piece of the puzzle. The other piece of the puzzle is for us to, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, I meant to, I, I think I got off the track, but this, there's so much of this um, self selfishness right now and, and self-seeking and, and self-adoration and self-wanting everyone to me, me, me attitude in the church. And that just won't work. It won't work. And uh, that's why this is what I really encourage you to do is to go to reach out to someone in your community. Um, you know, do things like if you see the little kid without, you know, at the school without shoes, take them shoes or, 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 or take, take donuts to, you know, some kids in a park and, and, and you know, teach, teach God's word there and do some little sing some, some Christian songs with them. Or I, I don't know, just ask the Lord what he would have you to do. You know, my husband and I, we go and uh, we have, we have church in the park and we have the, we take donuts and juice and uh, they can come out and whoever wants to adults, kids, whatever can come out and learn God's word. We have FCA in the school. We have a small group here in our home. We have some for adults and some for youth and, you know, that way we are able to reach our community. We, you know, we, at different times we take presents out, Christmas presents, whatever, into some of the areas that are, they're impoverished. Or, you know, in your neighborhood, you just have to ask, how can I reach my community? And FC is a great way to get into the schools. You know, just how can you do something in your community? And when you do, and you are really praying for them, definitely start a prayer group. We have a friend of mine, we've been praying almost now, it's four years, February it's going to be four years. We've been praying for our country, praying for our city. And you know, when you're praying, you can't, if you're really praying, <laughs> not just play praying, but really praying, you can't be thinking about yourself and what you want, what is for your benefit. You're praying for them. You're pleading with the Lord to, to save and, and to rescue and to deliver. And so you're more likely to be patient with someone if they're rude or mistreat you or take advantage or whatever. And so it, that's the only way the church is going to work is where we all can, can, can work around each other. And it can't be that I'm look I'm expecting to be glorified and honored. It just, it just, it just won't work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Remember how our Lord Jesus, you know, before he went to the cross, he, he, he washed their feet. He's like, you see how, what I've done for you don't do that for each other. You know, you'll not, I don't want you to lord it over each other. I don't want you to try to, I think that's a big problem in the churches where this, this control deal, we've been controlled 
at the school and we're controlled at the TV with the mainstream media and controlled at the church and you're like, like my cattle, right? I'm like, I can't stand being controlled anymore. I want there to be a genuine love. I want there to be a genuine love. And this is why small group is so great. Just getting together with friends, having people over to your home, cracking open the word. We're all in the process of learning. It doesn't have to be where it's not really where someone's trying to tell someone else what it is. You know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And we're hungry for that fellowship. We've got this right here as our fellowship here, but that's a great way to, to just share the word and crack it open and, and just, and just have the Lord speak. And I would really encourage you to use the NLT version. Is it, the perfect version. There's no perfect version. There isn't one. So use something that is easy for people to understand. If it sounds real heady and, and it's and you get tangled up with every other word, it's not it's not gonna work. We use NLT and then we can maneuver around some words that are maybe difficult or uh, not difficult but um not as clear. So sometimes I'll you know go, oh well look in the King James list I compare it and you know so anyway to get the right word. Okay, like the other day I was reading in Obadiah's Nations, and really I read it again in the King James, and it was called, talking about heathen, and it's really more accurate to be heathen, okay? But does that mean I go to the King James always? No. And don't come at me about, though, you should be reading King James because the King James is not the original. Anybody didn't know that. The King James is not the original. It was written originally in Hebrew and Greek, and English language wasn't even there. So... It's not, King James is not the do all end all. Is it good? Yes. But sometimes the words and these and thou's get you tangled up. So go with something that is understandable. That's the point. We're trying to listen to the Lord and have him speak to us, right? And help us understand. All right. So now this is, so this is actually what they did. Oh, okay. So this is actually what they did back in Nehemiah's day. And I don't think, I mean, I have some people who watch the Nehemiah video, but if you haven't seen the Nehemiah video, that is about them building a wall to protect God's people and how each of them was working hard to build this wall. But um, after they built the wall, the next thing that they did, Ezra stood up at the wooden podium, which they had made for this purpose, and beside him stood all these people, and Ezra opened the book. God's, God's word in the sight of all the people. And he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, amen, amen, while lifting up their hands. Then they bowed low and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. So what is happening? So they've all come together and they're all hearing the word. Why is it that he's elevated? Is it about him? No, it's not about Ezra. It's where everyone can see him. You get in a position where everyone can see uh, and learn the word together. And then guess what happens? Okay. So then imagine this picture. So he's up there speaking, he's reading the word, but he is not, he's not breaking it down into bite-sized portions for the people. So look what happened next. Jeshua and oh, all these guys, whatever, all these Levites explained the law to the people while the people remained in their place. They read from the book, from the law of God, translating to give the sense so that they understood the reading. Okay, there you go. So that's what really small group is about. Let's say you, you go to your church or you go to hear whatever, if you want to hear you know, what I'm teaching. And so 
then you break it down into a small group and you say, okay, well, let's break this down and let's, let's go verse by verse and see if we can, you know, you know, if anyone has questions, we can talk about it. We can make sure that we all understand it and we're all on the same page. So they did that all day long. Imagine this picture. They're all there listening and everybody has these small groups all over this area and they all talk about it. And then once everybody turned around, it's like, okay, now Ezra, read some more because we got that, right? And then they just keep going until they're all getting it. And that's what's so great about um about small group is that you can take what someone has said and then get a chance to kind of chat about it and get it all squared away. All right, so those are the things I want to talk to you about today. And I know it's always so long in this video. I can't help it. I can't help it. There's so much to, to talk about. I'm so glad that we are here together. This is kind of like our small group. Um, but the only problem with it is we're not physically together. But the great thing is well, we can, you know, I love reading your comments and we go back and forth about that. Um, you know, the Lord has another plan. He wants me to have the, 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 the groups in my town and he wants you to do the same because he's always forcing us to spread out, to spread out, to spread out. So whatever you learn, take it and use it to bless somebody else, right? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this truth that you've taught us today. And we want to make the church great again. We want to make all this great again. We want your, your kingdom to come and your will to be done. We want um, your church to be a place of, of community and unity and love. And we're, uh, we learn your ways together. And, uh, and that there's, we don't lord it over each other, but we just we serve each other. And uh, we, we, we look for you know, to meet each other's needs and to help each other. So, Lord, help us to do that in our communities. Bless my brothers and sisters here so that they can be uh, your lights in any dark place and that more and more would join with us and that we would become this mighty army going to cleanse the church and not to condemn, not to not to put anybody down, but just to say, you know, we all want to work together and um, and 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 uh, be the true body of Christ. That's what I know. We're all needing so much that community, that uh, that fellowship, uh, and uh, and knowing, Lord, that you are at the head. Lord, we thank you that you have um, sent us our wonderful president, and uh, we know that you have a great had a great plan for him, and that you have. You are working through him, and we trust you. We trust the plan. We know you have the, the, know the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. We thank you for that. Um, teach us your word so that we're ready at all moments to speak your truth and love, and that we're, we're, we're always encouraged, and we continually put our trust in you, oh, Lord. We, we love you. We're so thankful. We Bless your name. We plead with you to help um, uh, uh, everyone to wake up. Go right now, Lord, please, and just touch each heart. All of our family members, our, our neighbors, our enemies, everyone, and just touch them so that they can come out of this uh, deception and delusion and this, uh, this, this spell that's been cast. And we pray that the power of the enemy will be absolutely broken and that soon we will see uh, this breakthrough, Lord, this great mass start awakening. Oh, Lord, we pray that for the men and women down on the on the border, that they will be able to, to stand strong and stop the inflow of these criminal gangs into our country. We pray that you will protect everyone in our country and, and uh, anyone who is doing harm, doing evil, that they will be stopped and they will be 
they will be um, removed and they will no longer be able to hurt on all your holy mountain. We're so ready for this great day to come. We pray that everyone, all your believers will know that this is your great day when there'll be peace on our goodwill toward men and that you, everyone will know you from the least to the greatest and that nation won't rise against nation and neither will we learn war anymore and that we'll be well and we'll be wealthy and we'll be at peace and we'll be joined together in love. So Lord, use us. Help us to do your will until we see this day shining like that bright torch. We praise you, Lord. We praise you for, for your faithfulness. We love you, Lord. We pray this all in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. I love y'all. I'll, I'll talk to you later.